Hey, where you been, Ryan? Boy, you know where I've been. You've been hiding. In the closet. <laughs> I've been a hiding. And now look at you. I know. I've, I've, baby steps. You're like... You're like it had to about be Bob. It had to be baby steps. My legs had atrophied because I'd been in there so long. <laughs> you've what about Bobbed it, and you've made it out of the house. What a good callback, dude! I haven't seen that movie in forever. <laughs> I know it's good. It's a Bill Murray classic. Yeah. Anyway, Ryan is in the building. I am. I'm here, and we're talking about things that have happened during quarantine. Some fun nerd things. Yeah, because we are nerdversation. Hey Ryan, it's good to see you out and about. It, yeah, it, it it's good to be out and about. Were you nervous coming out of that closet? Yeah, so nervous. I've been stuck in that closet for weeks, <laughs> weeks. What were it? March thirteenth is I think when uh, yeah. when my school shut down. So yeah, dude, yeah. I've, I you hid under a blanket and then went into a closet about three months. And now you've yeah. wandered out into the world. Still haven't showered. You're in the building. I am. You're out in the world. Yeah. The, you know, the, the radio station, that's a whole mile yeah. from my house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you didn't make it far. <laughs> I almost rode, rode my bike here the other you day, did. but you, we can uh, do an episode. You, you, uh, you, you got here and you pulled the Samwise, like, if I take another step, this will yeah. be the furthest I've ever been. <laughs> yeah. Ever. <laughs> ever. At least since quarantine. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Right. It really did it. Speaking of Samwise, I've been out a lot. That was a good dude. Here it we go. Came to me. Do you, I'm going to go ahead and pass the segue crown over to Stevie for today because that was a good segue. Nailing it. So uh, Josh Gad, voice of Olaf from Frozen, amongst many many other hilarious things. Yeah. What else does he do? Everything. I'll look Here's up a list. One. You keep going. I'm gonna look up a list. We've already started this conversation, anyway, so you so fill the people he, in. He, during quarantine, started a new YouTube channel where he gets recasts to do a reunion on a Zoom call. <laughs> and he's done about, he's done four so far since, I think, like April. Like, he pumps them out, like, every two to four weeks. Uh, and so far, he's done The Goonies, Back to the Future, uh, Lord of the Rings, and then... Randomly, I don't know why, but he did Splash. Splash like, was a good. It, it was, was a big movie, kind of. I mean, it wasn't that. It level. wasn't as big as the other three. No, it was not. <laughs> like it doesn't fit with the other three at all. Maybe that's just who we could get. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, but he he has them all on there and uh, the different actors. Yes, he's in. Uh, he's going to be in the new Artemis Fowl. Did you ever read that book series? No. It's going to be on Disney Plus. Um, Central Park, the new from the creators of Bob's Burgers, just came out. Uh, but now I'm going to go to actual stuff that you would know. The Angry Birds 1 and 2 movies. I wouldn't know that. Um, he's been on Bob's Burgers. Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. Uh, he's in an episode of South Park. He was on Star Wars Rebels, Beauty and the Beast movie. Yeah, that's what it was, Beauty and um, the Beast. Yeah, he played LeFou. Yeah, Pixels. Do you remember that movie? He was in Pixels? He was. Who was he in Pixels? He was Adam Sandler's little friend. There was like, there was, so there was Peter Dinklage and Adam Sandler. Uh-huh. And Josh Gad, and then one other guy. He was one of the main... Well, the other one was the president, which was his friend. Yeah. And that was uh, Kevin James. Yeah. Yeah, and then Josh Gad was the, the fourth one. He was <laughs> the other one. realize that was him. That must have been like 
pre-Frozen, or at least pre-before I watched it was, Frozen. I think it was like a year or two before <laughs> Frozen. Because Frozen is really what got him. Yeah, he was on the, apparently he was on the Cleveland show at one point. Anyway, there you go. That doesn't matter. American He's just Man. hosting it, but he brings them in, and uh, dude, they're fantastic. They're I need to watch them. I haven't really, seen them yet. I just watched them all today. <laughs> they're like a half hour each. Lord of the Rings was fifty minutes, and you know how I it started because I watched Lord of the Rings because I mean you know, you know I'm a big yeah. fan, dude. I almost started rereading Lord of the Rings during quarantine I because wish you would. I might. I'm gonna do it this year. This year, actually, I haven't read them in a while. But I'm gonna read Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, and for the first time ever, I'm not I'm not not audiobooks reading, but then for the first time ever, I'm going to read The Cimmerillion. Ooh. This is a big one. It's gonna uh, be hard. I can't commit to that. <laughs> but it, I can't call myself a true fan until you've read The Cimmerillion, like hardcore true fan, not just like I'm a big fan. I mean, hardcore. So my thing about Tolkien's work in general, I love it. It's great. I like it. Fine. Whatever. He's a genius. Um, side note, before I go too far, you're wearing a shirt that I designed with you. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't done yeah, that. I asked you to help me, and you did. <laughs> I forgot all about that until just now. I was like, oh, that looks really familiar. <laughs> um, anyways, it was random off topic. Um, no, so I love Tolkien's work. It's fantastic. But it's so not only dense, but so specifically worded because he's a, a linguist Dude, he's nuts that i almost wish i could read his works like reabridged in in well, modern speak i've always thought there's so many old books for example dracula or frankenstein yeah any of where the i wish they do it with movies why don't they do it with books they do it with the bible why don't they do it with novels Somebody rewrite them in our language, you know? Yeah. Like, update it. It could be the same thing. It just is more readable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't need a Cliff's Notes yeah. version that's like a third as long. Yeah. I, I'll take the time and read it all. I just want to be right? able to understand and and more easily no read it. they shouldn't do that. Yeah. It, would make, it would be very helpful. I would absolutely reread all of his stuff yeah. that I could find. Because um, they just use such language that we don't use anymore, and it's hard to follow sometimes. And or they, or there's a word in here and there where you're like, I literally have never heard that word. And I'm not a hundred percent sure that when he wrote it, it was common speak, <laughs> <laughs> right? And that, dude, he was. I watched the uh, the movie Tolkien, right? And uh, first of all, I was really excited for it, but I was a little let down, only because I was expecting it to be a little more Lord of the Ringsy, like focused right him writing those and it was on him leading up to writing lord of the rings so basically childhood college and everything the war up until he decides to write it so i guess inspiration for it but that makes sense but he had a group of it was him and three others had a group of friends and they all went to school at oxford together and in high school and stuff together and that's the fellowship that's the four hobbits and stuff and all that, whatever. But the the pre D and D kids, mm-hmm. yeah, basically, and they were real nerdy and stuff. And uh, yeah, apparently, Tolkien like flunked out of Oxford his first semester. Wow! And uh, it's because he was in the wrong place. He got a full ride scholarship because he was an orphan and uh, uh, and stuff. And he got he flunked out because he was in the wrong major. 
But then he, because he's supposed, he should have been a language person. Right. And then finally he talked to that professor and convinced him to let him come on with another scholarship. And, and then he excelled majorly. <laughs> he wrote, he not only wrote, he created the Elvish language when he was like in high school. Yeah. Like he'd been doing it all along. And so, and, and, uh, according to, to Tolkien, he did not create Lord of the Rings. I mean, he did not create the Elvish language for Lord of the Rings. He created Lord of the Rings because he had the Elvish language. Yeah, so... It was backwards. <laughs> I read that um, um, several times, that when he would write a new book or he would um, create a new series or anything else, he would create a language first mm-hmm. and, and build it. And based on yeah. how he felt about the language and, and the people that spoke yeah. it, he would write a story. Yeah. And, like, the whole stuff with Hobbits and everything, like... That came about because he literally just was sitting there one day and randomly wrote, in a hole in the ground there lived a hobbit. And that, so he's like, oh, it's pretty cool. And just went with it. What a crazy person. Dude, he is. Anyway. He had to be insane. Yeah. I don't like, remember where I was going with this. I don't know. But you were talking about Zoom oh, meetings. Tolkien. Yeah. He's crazy. I watched it. Yeah. So since we're talking about things that we have been doing to entertain ourselves, um, since I haven't left a closet... And you've only been in your studio. Dude, I've been out. I haven't, like, been in quarantine in the slightest. I haven't either. Like, Dana has stayed home, and only recently she went to the BMV, and that was the first place she went outside of work since it all began. And she was like, this is so weird. Like, with, you know, have to be so far apart, people in masks, there's, like, the dividers, like, glass dividers or whatever. And I'm like... Yeah, that's like normal now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I I'm just used to it now. Yeah, it's not even weird anymore. She's like, this is weird because she hasn't been out. It's like I've been to grocery stores and I've been out and about yeah, constantly, a like, Co- couple times a day. Like, like I hear people being like, I haven't been out. And it's like, I've been nothing but out. <laughs> but while we're entertaining ourselves um, with Zoom meetings and New Zealanders, mm-hmm. Taika Waititi is doing a uh, Zoom series where he mm-hmm. and various other celebrity friends, mm-hmm. well, he, he does a big intro on how he's reading James and the Giant Peach with a bunch of his friends, actually people he's only met maybe one of. Mm-hmm. And even then it was at a party, so kind of maybe just celebrities. Not all of them are celebrities. They're just people that are willing to do it. It's just like this big, long like, walk down. It's like, wait, no, it's just going to have him do it. But yeah, so him, yeah. And, him and people... A company. He uh, he joined the Lord of the Rings cast with this whole thing, and asked him some trivia because he's a big fan, and he almost stumped them on one of them, which I immediately knew the answer. Of course you did. So I was a little impressed with myself. But the question was, what is the only dialogue in the movies that Legolas and uh, Frodo ever have in the entire series? They only say one thing to each other, and really just one says one. And the other one doesn't say anything. I don't know, dude. It's been that long since I've seen or read them. And my bow. That's oh. It. Okay. <laughs> That's the only thing he ever says to Frodo. Wow. That's it. <laughs> and they all were like, uh, uh, uh. And then Sean Ashton was like, and my, I feel like it was and my something and my, and somebody goes, bow, is and my bow. And that was it. <laughs> like, wow. But it took them all a long time to get it. That's crazy. And immediately dude. I was like, and my bow, obviously. <laughs> you say that, and I'm like, I remember that scene, but I don't remember mm-hmm. that they didn't speak other than that. I guess he was mm-hmm. always talking to Gamli or yeah. Aragorn or yep. somebody. Yep. And they, they were talking about um, Sean Bean 
and how they would give him like lines like that day or the night before. And he just is such a like a slower character person that he just takes a minute and has to absorb stuff. So in the scene with the fellowship uh, at the Council of Elrond, every time they shoot to him and he's about to talk, he has his hand <laughs> over his eyes and looking down because he has his script written on his knee. <laughs> but but it makes it more just like, oh, it's serious. So when he says, one does not walk into Mordor or whatever, he's like looking down at it and then looks up after he reads it. <laughs> so he's constantly reading it off his knee. That's amazing. <laughs> it is. Good thing he died in the first movie. <laughs> I know, right? I know. That and the that and the fact that he would like literally hike and climb to wherever they were gonna be yeah. doing their set. Because he was afraid of flying in a helicopter. Dude. Like he's in full gear, like climbing mountain faces. You would think that they could just like have the gear at the top for him. <laughs> well but he had to like have the you know, makeup and everything. They didn't do it up there. I feel like he'd sweat it off though. Yeah. Anyway. And then the Goonies was a really funny one. Um, so is it just Sean Astin show? Is that what it is? Right? Josh Gad and Sean Astin? And then, yeah. Uh, but with the Goonies, uh, they were all on there. And uh, even Cindy Lauper showed up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was funny. But uh, Chunk was on there. And they were all asked. They were like, how is it that the fat kid is now the one that's most in shape. <laughs> and then they also, he's also the only one who's not an actor now. He's a lawyer. Oh, really? And uh, and they go, and also I like how the only one who's not an actor looks the most like an actor because he just looked ridiculous and had this huge chair. <laughs> it was really funny. That's awesome. Do I have to watch those? Mm-hmm. And then the Back to the Future, uh, even Steven Spielberg showed up. and That's and, awesome. Uh, well, Spielberg and Josh Gad have worked together before, I think, mm-hmm. so that makes sense. And then... They had, I mean, they had everybody. It was, uh, uh, the Chris, Chris Columbus showed up for, oh yeah. Um, Goonies, I think it was. Yeah. That was one of his, since he wrote it and, uh, they had a couple of like composers show up and stuff. So dude, speaking of composers, how much did I rant about masterclass or did I even talk about it last episode? I can't remember. I don't think you did. Okay. Well, masterclass is amazing. Amazing. Still haven't checked it out. It's 180 bucks for the year, which sucks. And you have, well, to, you have pay, to pay for it, and you have to pay it up front. One hundred and eighty dollars for a year. That's more than Amazon, and you get free shipping with that. I know it's rough. <laughs> it's rough. So there's like I don't know forty different people on there. Um, Gordon Ramsay has has two different classes on there that are different cooking things, and Wolfgang Puck, and a whole bunch of famous chefs and designers. Um. I mean, all over the place. Tom Morello does how to play guitar, how to play electric guitar and find your voice in rock. Um, but Danny Elfman has one on there, which is awesome. And it's how to uh, score for films. And he goes through his process and whatever. And even better than Danny Elfman, which how do you expect that out of me? John Williams? No. Hans Zimmer? Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Even I would say <laughs> even better than John Williams. John Williams is amazing. He is. Uh, he is. He is. Not sure if I agree with that. John Williams had the fortune of almost exclusively working with Spielberg and Lucas. I don't think it has anything to do with Spielberg, though, or Lucas. No. It's that his theme songs are, are so iconic. They are. They absolutely are. Like, more iconic than anybody else's. But then I start to argue with that with Hans Zimmer, specifically. Pirates of the Caribbean, dude. Maybe... 
Maybe Hans Zimmer's music overall is better. That could be. But John Williams' theme music is better. Okay. I at least more recognizable. More yeah, absolutely that. He's more really good at making recognizable music. <laughs> although Pirates is Although Pirates and Gladiator have basically the same theme. <laughs> dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> so but then he did the Sherlock Holmes movies. He did uh, all of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Mm-hmm. He did. Dude, dude, he's, he's good. I'm not saying he's not good. So good. But he, um, so he does a class on how to, to score for a film. And his, his thing is amazing, um, which I'm a huge nerd about it anyway, because I was going to go to college for film scoring until I met my wife and, and didn't anymore. But So John Williams is a Steven Spielberger and Hans Zimmer is a Christopher Nolaner. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, which, and I love Christopher Nolan, but Spielberg beats him every day. So, of course, John Williams beats Hans Zimmer yeah. because <laughs> for that reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no. So it's really interesting though because he um, he goes through how to work with directors and how to find your voice and how to write stuff and think about your characters. But the way that he describes stuff is completely bonkers because basically he tells a story through his music and you don't always hear it, but when you hear him describe why he wrote it, you're like, Oh my God, like that's such a weird, deep cerebral way to look at it. Like Batman, uh-huh. he does one on how he came up with a Batman theme and it's that bump and it's just two notes, but it like <clears throat> plays back with all sorts of different backing music throughout the whole series. It would be, those dudes are nuts. It would be so hard to write oh, yeah. all those pieces for every instrument for all this stuff. And then it'd be hard for the director to basically kind of get across to the composer how you're wanting this to feel right. and getting it just right and how you're thinking. But that's what's interesting. That's crazy. That's what's interesting about the Batman, though, is he fought Christopher Nolan on it. Because Christopher Nolan wanted like an epic like hero theme. And, uh, and Hans Zimmer's like, no, that's not who he is. Bat- yeah, well, and it's a darker movie. Well, but even even a dark a movie. Like, like Danny Elfman's Batman is, is a dark but heroic theme the da, 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 thing but um he's like no that's not who our batman is our batman is is brooding and he's arrested development at like age seven and he's you know that <laughs> yeah that's who he is so i can't have a completed thought in my song it has to go da, da, and then it just stops and it repeats and it can't ever finish the the phrase well, i feel like it's so serious and like ominous and gives you a a feeling of unease yeah the movies i mean the movies without the music and then that music fits it yeah i feel like if he would have done some sort of like superhero thing it would it would have thrown off the the look of the movie absolutely but so anyway his his master class i have watched some of the episodes like six or seven times dude it's just it's a cool thing if you have 180 bucks and there's no. there's a handful of people. I have 180 for that. Now go through <laughs> go through the list, see if there's any people you like, and um, if it's it's really cool and it's worth it if you like those handful of things. Mm-hmm. If if that speaks to you, then it's totally worth it. If not, then yeah, it's 180 bucks. I hope Josh Gad does one with the Mummy. That'd be cool. I mean. <laughs> I don't know why he ever would. Cause because he, that's cause such he, a great Because who cares about that piece of crap? Dude, from... that... <laughs> I could go on and on about it. 
I do go on and on about it. Do you know how many times Steven has texted me during quarantine to talk about The Mummy? To either say he's watched it or he's going to or that he's, or he's my sending new idea that there's no reason that they shouldn't just or I'll just do it myself have the equivalent to a Harry Potter weekend that uh, they Freeform almost do. Used to it's do. on I all mean, the time. When Freeform owned it, they legit were like, we now own the rights right now. We're just going to play it nonstop yeah. every weekend for no reason at all. Yeah. And everyone's going to watch it every weekend. I didn't. And I want that for the for the mummy. <laughs> Harry Potter, there's eight movies, though. The mummy, there's only but like the two that are watchable. Eight movies, so. Because <laughs> then they're going to start playing Scorpion King. Yeah. And they're going to start playing. You, cannot, you can pass on that. That's what I mean. They're going to pass on that one in the new mummy. In really the third mummy. That's what I mean. You man. can just really just play the first two, and that's fine. <laughs> and even play the first one more than the second one. Yeah. Just just like one, one, two, one, one, two, one, 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 two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, they're so good. I wish I could meet Brendan Fraser and ask him some questions about it. I read an interview with him not terribly long ago, and uh, like it was interesting because he lives on a ranch now. And like for him. the whole interview was like the guy went and met him and they didn't talk for like the first 20 minutes. He just showed him around his ranch. I feel like I've seen that interview and he, uh, like kind of older. Yeah, it is. And, but he like, he was talked about this horse that he got and why he got it. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting there shooting a bow and arrow the whole time during the interview. And he gives it to the interviewer. He's like, no, no, it's your turn now. And then he just like taught him how to shoot a bow. It was weird. Well, Brendan Fraser seems like he might be a bit of a weird guy. I mean, he seems like he's almost like the Mel Gibson type where he can turn it off, but he's a zany person. Yeah. Like all his movies, he is a goof and a zany kind of let's let's reel it in type thing. And he's, right. he's reeling it in for these, even though a little bit's escaping. And then somehow Stephen Summers was able to reel it in all the way for the mummy because he wasn't goofy at all in the mummy no like i mean he had some funny one-liners here and there but like he wasn't his normal self like he was an action hero right adventure hero he was a johnny quest i'm glad you went that route and not an indiana jones he was an indiana jones how dare (laughs) you sir (laughs) speaking of indiana jones Short round was on there. Was he? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, because from the... They asked him if he liked going down on the Goonies, going down the slide more, or falling from an airplane into... The water? Uh, the Into an inflatable with Harrison Ford more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he said only Harrison Ford more because it gave him the opportunity to do the Goonies. Okay. So that's a very fence-sitting answer. Did anyone ask him to do your terrible impression of him? No, no, he didn't do that. But he did do the bo- the booty trap oh, yeah? line. <laughs> he did do that line because they would uh, read off uh, their lines and go back and forth on some of their stuff. If it was awesome, it that's was cool, fantastic. dude. I'll have to watch it, dude. Speaking of fun and stuff, Gandalf the Gay. They called himself <laughs> Gandalf the Gay. I used to be called that once. Now I'm Gandalf the White. <laughs> And everybody was like, oh, brother. <laughs> to him. How old is he now? Dude, he's so old looking. It's like, bad. Ian McKellen looked old 
20 years ago. Mm-hmm. He looked on the verge of death 20 years ago. He looked he looked older than Christopher Lee. <laughs> well, so they talked about Christopher Lee and they they were talking about some memories they had of him and uh, Peter Jackson was talking about how uh one of his favorite memories was they were getting ready for lunch and in line and he was behind like a couple of people behind and he heard him up front talking to someone being like we had better food on Star Wars. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Dude, he was in everything. Dude, like 200 plus movies. But a lot of them were bad. A lot. And he didn't talk for most of the Dracula ones, which is a huge just mistake. Yeah. But I guess he didn't like a lot of the dialogue in Dracula. According to Christopher Lee, like, he thought they were terrible. No. Yeah. He just did them. Look, look, I'm here. I want to look menacing mm-hmm. and I want a paycheck. So right. And he like for a minute like didn't like Ian McKellen because he wanted to be Gandalf and he oh. talked to Tolkien about it and Tolkien said if he ever did that like, you can be Gandalf. And so he was like, you know, I always read Lord of the Rings every year and Tolkien said I could be Gandalf. <laughs> but then after that they were like really good friends, but <laughs> There for a minute, he was like sour about it. <laughs> Dude, Christopher Lee's awesome, and I love him. He would not have made it. But he Gandalf. could not be Gandalf. He's too he's just, evil. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about his being. Saruman. Yeah. I can't imagine anybody else being Saruman. Mm-mm. Can you imagine switched around or Ian McKellen Saruman? Terrible. No, yeah. No. Terrible. Like, even as Magneto, like, he's not even that hateable. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you're kind of like, I mean, I give it to him. He's fine. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Kill some people. I, I get why you're doing it. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, speaking of things we've been doing during quarantine, um, slip and slides are back in a big way. I don't know if you've seen that. People are buying them everywhere. I bought my kids another one, which we do every summer. What? Slip and slides? Yeah, like adults are, are back into them and whatever. I think it's just because quarantine sucks and it's been hot <laughs> and pools aren't open. And so people are like, what can I do? I know. It has been like the hottest late May, early June I can remember. So it's blistering out there. It's crazy. I had to be 90 something on Tuesday. Yeah, I know my, my son's been mowing the yard. I've been making him do that now. Is that the first time he did it a couple of times last year? Dude, you've arrived. So you have arrived. Okay. But here's the thing <laughs> is I pay him to do it, oh. <laughs> but if he doesn't want to do it, 10 bucks, 10 bucks, dude, I got, I got gypped when I was a kid. You know, I did so many chores and I mowed. You know how much I made a week? How much? $2.50 a week. Yeah, well, your parents had to save money somewhere because they were I not getting the trash, Amish cable. I fed the dog. I put away the dishes. I dusted. I mowed the yard. Most of those don't count as real chores. I mean, they're chores, but they're not payable chores. Feeding the dog, taking out the trash. It's still something. Yeah, but we had a long driveway, and I had to take it all the way down there in the middle of the dark as like an elementary kid. It was terrifying. <laughs> it was worth some money. Wow. Dude, I got 250 Come on. Well, inflation. You do. <laughs> I got gypped. I shouldn't pay him 10 bucks because our yard's not that big, but it's whatever. Um, but it's your money bags I, over here. I ask him every week if he wants to. And it's funny because if he wants a new game, there's something specific he wants, he'll either do it or he'll say, can I buy this game? And then I'll owe you so many mows. And then he'll, he'll pay. You'll, you'll be a bank to him? Yeah. You'll give him a loan? And, and, and he will. And he'll always follow up yeah. on those mows. But once he's paid off, 
and he doesn't want anything specifically, he'll just lay in bed. He's like, nah, not today. They're like, okay, I'll save 10 bucks. I don't care. Yeah, right. It takes him like an hour to mow my yard. I can mow my yard in 25 minutes, dude. So it's not really that big of a deal to me. I 15. Yeah. It's real time. I got no yard. Yeah. Well, you've got no a huge grass. pool. So. Uh, I, yeah, I don't have it. My backyard is concrete and water. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to move so bad. Move to Kokomo. Get out of there. Ugh. Move to Kokomo. I don't want to move in any city. I want to move out in the country. We got stuff here. I want to be away from all civilization. Well, I mean, Kokomo's got plenty of country around it. Move to Howard County. How about that, specifically? Mm. One thing I'm going to miss, the only thing I'm going to miss about living in city limits, library card. I'm going to miss that. You can get a library card. But you have to pay for it once you live outside the city. Not in Howard County. Not free. Because it's the Howard County Public Library. I know, but you have to be inside city limits to get a library card. You have to be residing in it. If you're like on the line but not in it, you don't get it. I don't think that works that way in K in, in the Kokomo Howard. Dude, Unless it's a county line then. I'm pretty sure it's a county line because... Yeah, maybe, um, maybe that would make and sense. And also, I think it is if you um, work yeah, here. Marion Public Library, Kokomo Public, and then Howard County Public. Okay. Yeah, that maybe maybe you're right there. And I think that if you, but most places don't have a county library. Well, ours is is integrated. All three libraries are are technically Howard County. Mm. Um, it's actually sure. it's K H C P L. It's Kokomo <clears throat> Howard County Public Library. They're a merged entity. Well, I hope that's true because, and I think like the, my parents can't get in on the Muncie one. That's lame because they're like, and they're like literally two minutes from Meyer. Yeah, which is in the city. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> well, there. Um, I think also if you work in Kokomo, you can get a uh, a special kind of library card to go to. Our I feel library. like that should be more of a thing, not where you live, but where you work. Yeah, like I should be able to get a Kokomo one now. I think even you can I don't live here. I think you can because you work here. I think there's a temporary one or a, a specialty you, one you can get. Your library is a whole lot bigger than mine with a whole lot better selection. Well, and we have three of them. Yeah. So I should look into that. You should. Be just be members of all libraries. I love uh, the library, Ryan. Every so it's a I. magical place. Every time I think about the library, I want to say my library card because you now you wait because Macaulay Culkin in like '95 came out with a movie called The Page Master. <laughs> the Page Master. I own that movie. I used to have the VHS. <laughs> I don't anymore. And they also had a spinoff game of it. And I used to play that game and watch that movie. And that well, was they did have a game. That was I one never of his. It. It's one of his catchphrases. Whenever you died, he would my say, "My library." <laughs> Dude, he did some interesting movies as a kid. Yeah. Well, that the segue, of course, which I'm just making up now, but it it, it works. Is he was in a movie with Elijah Wood? Speaking of Lord of the Rings, called The Good Son, which I think I've talked about oh, on yeah. here before, which was great. Speaking of Macaulay Culkin, isn't he doing another Home Alone movie? I have no idea. Like, isn't the, I feel like I read that somewhere recently. If he is, then it should either be a comedy where it's like quarantine or, based, which would be funny. I don't think it's a Home Alone, but it's like something involving something like that. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up while you talk. This I'm not gonna talk. Important. I'm just. I'm gonna sit here in silence. How do you spell Macaulay? M A C A U. Oh wait, no, that's Machine Gun Kelly. What? <laughs> yeah, I think it's M A C A U L E Y. Oh, there it is. Macaulay Culkin. New Home Alone movie. I don't know, dude. Let's see. Colin Culkin reportedly set to appear in Home Alone reboot. That's what it is. 
I wonder if he's going to be one of the wet bandits because of how he looks now. <laughs> Dude. Dude, him no. and Joe Pesci. And then the sticky bandits. I Okay, so. And then the muddy bandits. So. They need better names. I think that it should be Macaulay Culkin and Joe Pesci. And if they want to get Daniel Stern, that's cool. Because I like Daniel Stern. I was going to say, Daniel Stern was the funny one. Well, yeah, but Joe Pesci is Joe Pesci. And so he needs to be in there, especially if he's an old man. Dude, he's so old. I don't know if Joe Pesci would do stuff like that anymore. He doesn't really act anymore. No. But. And honestly, it's kind of weird that he even did Home Alone at all. Like, if you've ever watched <laughs> any, like, real life stuff about Joe Pesci, he's kind of he's kind of a criminal. <laughs> well, he, his acting in Goodfellas was kind of real. Yeah. That's kind of who he is. <laughs> yeah, but I think that he was trying to get away from that image. Not because he wanted to get he's, away, but because he didn't want people to look at him yeah, like he's that. He's not very nice. <laughs> well, he was, uh, he kind of eased into that with Leo Getz. Because what we, Leo wants, Leo gets. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's his best role. Yeah. Lethal well, weapon. Uh, well, dude, you're Stevie. Three and four, or two, three, and four. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that you know because you're Stevie Riggs. Yeah. yeah. And I named myself after. Martin Riggs. Well, and see, the funny thing is, is Big John Murtaugh is uh, mm-hmm. is also on rock. And then when when we were doing, when I worked at the station and we were doing my uh, my demo tapes and whatever to show, um, if if our horrible boss at the time was going to let me have a show, I was going to be Ryan Getz. Because, <laughs> Dude, how fun would that? <laughs> because that's and, the if best. If anyone noticed. I don't think anyone's noticed the Myrtle Riggs connection. That would have been maybe they will now. And then, and then we could have uh, we could have switched some of the rock programming background music to le- lethal weapon music, right? And if and we have special guests on, they can always be a a uh, um, McAllister <laughs> of some kind. Huh? I'm just saying, it was a good plan. Mm-hmm. Never went through. Mm-hmm. My radio show would have been full Wait. of weird trivia. Yeah. By the way, that was that was the whole thing. Good so, stuff. Anyway, I don't know if it was good. Uh, I don't. I mean, we're not going to really talk about it because we got to go. But I did tell you. How do you feel about it, Ryan Gosling, Wolfman? First so, of all, I'm glad that they are starting to do them. Yeah, again. absolutely. I don't think it's going to be under any like dark universe thing. That's okay. like it was. It doesn't have to be. No. But I think they're going to just start making them separately instead of like, honestly, they should just do it secretly as a universe, but not tell anybody just in case. Yeah. (laughs) Then then start putting them together. Yeah. Depending on how well they do. So. But yeah, Ryan Gosling as, uh, what's his name? What's his name in Wolfman? Talbert. Um, Something Talbert. Keep going. I don't know. What do you think? I think that he's a good actor, um, and I think that he could do a good job. It's just going to be weird because he's such a pretty boy yeah, in the way that he looks. Right. That, but maybe that's the point. When I picture Wolfman, I picture someone who already looks Hugh Jackman-esque anyway, like Wolverine Hugh Jackman, where they've got like a big beard and and they're kind of grisly, gruff-looking anyway. Mm-hmm. And Brian Gosling, I don't, dude, I don't know if Ryan Gosling can grow a beard, much less one that looks like that. Well, he grows, so he could grow a beard because he did in 
Mm, was that him? That might not have been him. I'm thinking of a different movie. I'm thinking of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, see? Well, see, Ryan Gosling was in the new Blade Runner movie. It was fine in it. Yeah. He, was, he was a reasonable he actor. He did not he have grows, a beard. He grows like that. Short, Stubble. Yeah, what you've got. Yeah, I was that's, saying, what, you, that's basically what he grows. Yeah, which is not Wolfman-esque. But if you let it go. But Wolf. I mean, in the original Wolfman, he was clean shaven. I know, I know. But in my <laughs> mind, he's not. He should be rough and rough. He, he should look like Hugh Jackman as uh, Wolverine. Um, what's his name? Del Toro. Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. He was clean shaven in Wolfman. He was, but Benicio looks kind of feral. He doesn't look he like does. a pretty boy. He, 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 he looks like he's been punched a few times yeah. in the face. And so he totally fits that. Whereas Ryan, Ryan, yeah. Ryan Gosling but is a pretty boy. They are going with a whole different route and different... Because, I mean, Invisible Man, did you watch it yet? No, I, you gotta watch it. I need. It's to. great, but it's a whole different feel and take on Invisible Man, and I love where they left it off. You've got to watch it so you know what the ending is. I will. I'm not gonna give it away because it's like, ooh, exciting. Like I said, though, I I, I think that he's a good actor, so I think uh-huh. it could be good. Uh-huh. However, if they're going to do those things, they don't need. And I think I may have mentioned this before, and I don't know if it was on air or not on air. But if they're gonna do those things. Don't make it the Dark Universe. Which mm-hmm. I know is what you want. I didn't say that. It is. You want the dark universe to happen, <laughs> but so, I don't want it to happen all at once. I want. I want. I want the Marvel, uh, Iron Man piece by piece. Yeah, like I want it to last nine years, and that's fifteen fine. years. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> but I don't want it to be dark universe. I want it to be the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, piece, yeah. Piece by piece, build that. And then do Building, your team up movies. Yeah, I, I want an Alan to fight other evil monsters. Yep. I want an Alan Quartermain movie. I want a Baron von Zemo. Is that his name? They should just redo movie. that movie. Yeah, and bring back. No, Sean Connery is not <laughs> Alan Quartermain. Do not even say bring that. Bring back Sean, dude. He's so out of his mind at this point. He's so old. He's so old. But speaking of him in Lord of the Rings. They asked him to be in Lord of the Rings. Sean Connery? Yeah. He didn't understand it. So he didn't do it. Yeah. I believe that. You know who's old enough to look Sean Connery-esque and and action-y enough, even though he can't really do it anymore, but could? Mel Gibson. Nope. Harrison Ford. He would be Mm -hmm. a good Alan Quartermain. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mel Gibson. I mean, he, he probably could. Uh, yeah. He probably could. Yeah. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. I could see Bruce Willis. I'm just saying. Doing something. Just saying. Maybe not him. No. The Invisible Man could be Benicio Del Toro. I could see Bruce Willis voice. being Invisible Man. Could be. Like, brute, but also invisible. Dr. Jekyll would have to be somebody crazy. Who's crazy? Dude, uh, Steve Buscemi could be Dr. Jekyll. Dude, he would be perfect too because he's so small and gangly. Yeah. And then he blows up into this beast. Yeah. You're right. I'm just saying. I could totally see him. Just saying. Yeah, dude. And Man. he's such a good actor. Pat and Pending. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> what's the day? We haven't done one of those in a while. I know. I wanted to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We're going to end it there. Yep. So, hey, if you're listening to this, you found us. But if you just stumbled upon it and you would like more, you can go many places. There's lots more. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio app or something like that. Just Google it. Google. Facebook. Nerdversation. 
or you can go to our website, which actually has every single episode. Even the oldies. Even the, our bad ones. Yeah. The nerdversation.blogspot.com. Yep. The nerdversation. Correct. Um, the Rock 98.5. Yeah. Rock985.com. Uh, we are a lot of places. Facebook. Like our Facebook page. I post, you know, our Facebook page does not get near enough credit. We do not have near enough followers for the amount of good content I'm putting on. I know. And it is you specifically, because <laughs> yeah. I have not been on Facebook in years. some good, entertaining things. And I even do watch parties where I play. I played Dracula, the Satanic Rites of Dracula today, on our Facebook page. Christopher Lee. I need to start checking it more so that I can be part of these You're parties. You're like, I want to go watch that yeah. now. <laughs> I do. So, like our page. We have yeah. 118 people. feel like it should be more by this point. It's there, been four years. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, well, we With took a, we, we took year a break. Year-long breaks. Yeah. yeah, we took a couple of breaks. A couple of year-long breaks. There, there was a time, though, where we had three or 400 listens an episode. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. From multiple countries. That's true. We did have multiple. We were internationally known. We were. In China, specifically. There were a couple others. There was Brazil and Iran and a couple other places. Military guys. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Well, sayonara. What? (laughs) We're in (laughs) a conversation.